With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Kansas has been crowned champs of the Big 12 once again. Sam Farber here with you on NBC Sports Radio. The number two ranked Jayhawks take care of Texas Tech 67-58. They clinch another Big 12 crown and are one of the likely contenders to reclaim the number one position in the upcoming AP rankings with Villanova having lost earlier in the week. Big games coming up this hour. Number nine, Arizona on the road at number 22, Utah. Number 11, Louisville, despite not having any NCAA championship games to aspire to. They are still winning a lot. They'll be at number 12 Miami. And number 25 Texas, the Shaka Smart-led Longhorns are going to host number 3 Oklahoma in another Big 12 battle. In the NFL, the combine continues. We'll have more on the players to watch in just a moment. In the NBA, some big changes in the Eastern Conference. Are the Cavs the surefire lock to win that side of the bracket. Well, they had a misstep yesterday against the Toronto Raptors. LeBron James on the results. Just didn't make it. Um, you know, I got a decent look, but a little rushed, you know, would have been, you know, would have been less than, you know, uh, you know, three seconds, but I got a good look, but that's not why we lost the game. Back to the NFL, a lot of teams trying to convince themselves of the quarterbacks throwing in the combine might be the key to future victories. In the Bay Area, the 49ers are trying to convince Colin Kaepernick to play for them. And I think what the agents have done here, they sense that's what's going on, so they're forcing the issue. And in doing so, it diminishes the leverage the 49ers would have because now the cat's out of the bag, the Kaepernick doesn't want to be there. The question becomes, what would someone else give for him and what kind of a contractual adjustment would Kaepernick's agents want? Because that was not a great contract when it was signed. Mike Florio there on Colin Kaepernick. Warriors and Thunder, the big game in the NBA tonight. Sam Farber, NBC Sports Radio. You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Call the dogs and put out the fire. This is Baxter Black with a little peek. At looking at a cow full. When you go to B&W Hitch Factory for a visit, you won't need a passport or a Chinese translator. Why? Because their hitches are made right here in the heart of America. Sometimes that gets lost in the horror of our global economy, but lots of American businesses have survived the recession without cheapening their products or outsourcing jobs. Instead, they chose to stay at home, share the work, and spread the benefits. 
Learn more about what B&W stands for by going to AmericanMadeHitch.com. Grandpa Tommy's dad used to say, a cow full is a substantial quantity. Well, according to my research, the rumen on a mature cow can hold up to 300 pounds, and by anybody's standards, that is quite a bit. Say you had a cow full of pocket change, you'd almost need a cow to keep it in. Say you had a cow full of wet laundry, it'd take a forklift to put it in the dryer. And say you had a cow full of cow manure. Well, I guess I guess a lot of us do. Well, if cow full became an accepted unit of measure, it could replace the antiquated English standards like the dram and the rod and those bland, simple-minded metric names that somehow sound communistic. Kiloliter. Desigram. Can you picture in mind a desigram? Is it the weight of a decimated graham cracker? Well, under the cow full system, 15 scoopfuls would equal a cow full. Two bootfuls would make a scoopful. Two hatfuls would make a bootful. And half a hatful would equal a capful. Six canfuls, as in beer cans, makes a capful. One canful equals 40 thimblefuls, 20 teardrops, and a thimbleful. Therefore, the dosage for penicillin would read four teardrops per five scoopfuls of body weight intermuscular. Bizarre, you say. If a cowful was a measure of weight or volume, possibly the distance between post holes would become the standard unit of measure for length, i.e., 660 post holes per section line, four thumbs to a hand, three hands to a foot, four feet to a coyote length, and two coyote lengths to a post hole. Decibels of loudness would be described in more understandable terms, like from chicken peck to pig squeal for everyday sounds. Loud noise would be categorized as small wreck, big wreck, or heck of a wreck. So, did you hear about Orban getting backed off? Must have sailed five coyote lengths, hit the side of the grain bin with a moose bugle, and two cowfuls of pellets fell on him. Smashed him flatter than a rabbit ear. They got him to the dock in half a coon's age, transfused him with a six-pack of typo negative, and removed a post hole of intestine. He's doing okay, but he's lost about six hatfuls. He's been a sheep's gestation recovering. Doc says it's shock, but I figured it just scared a pee-wadden and a half out of him. Well, I gotta go. I got an appointment and four and a half shakes of a lamb's tail. This is Baxter Black, brought to you by B&W Turnover Bowl. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Do you know where you are? Well, you've done it now. You're listening to KCAA Loma Linda, your CNBC news station. So expect the unexpected. You just entered the gotcha zone. I line up to the start line and get ready to race with your host, Joe Britt. It's time for Gotcha Racing, live on KCAA 1050. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines and get ready for an action-packed, fun-filled hour of everything a motorhead ever loved or lived. Gotcha Racing with Joe Britt. Welcome to Gotcha Racing. This is Joe Britt. Hey there, race fans. Uh, This is Joe Britt coming to you loud and clear from the city of San Jose, California. We're at the uh, 2016 California Democratic State Convention. And you know I, I am um, I'm in the party. I'm, um, I'm 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 an executive for uh, my area, which is the 47th Assembly District, and I am a delegate for the for the same area, which is covers seven cities. But nevertheless, we're still bringing it to you hot and clear and hot and fine, just like the baker does on a Sunday morning to you. Hey, America, let me digress a little bit. Here's my open. I come to you, a humble man. A humble man that is a reflection of God's grace and greatness. A humble man that is standing on shoulders of ancestors. Hello, America. Look alive, California. Wake up, San Bernardino. 
Stand up and be counted, Inland Empire. This is your host coming to you loud, clear, and strong from the desert to the sea, broadcasting on their powerful KCAA Talk Radio 1050 and 106.5 and soon to be 102.3 on your FM dial. You know, I'm in San Jose, California, and the weather's absolutely great. A little warm outside, but nevertheless, it's absolutely great for a Saturday afternoon. And I don't know what the weather is back home in Southern California, but hey, that's on you guys. So let me do a little house cleaning before we get started here. For you listeners that may be under a rock in a tunnel somewhere, look. You can call it and listen. Here's the number, 832-999-1050, 832-999-1050. You want to call into the studio today, and today's a good day, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll tell you why in a minute. That number is 888-909-1050. That's the long-distance number, okay? We might be kind of tied up, but I'll tell you why. Uh, for the local callers who want to call in and talk to me are the guests. That is 909-888-5222 or 5224. For those of you who want to uh, hear our previous podcast, you would go to kcaaradio.com and go to our uh, go to the Saturdays lineup and see me, your host, Joe Britt, and uh, pick and choose. Go through our vast archives of uh, podcasts that we have. And there's another way you can get to us. Go to BrittBrittArchive.com and do the same. We can be found on Facebook under Gotcha Racing TV, under Gotcha Racing Live. You can go to our website, which is GotchaRacing.com. Or if you want to drop me an email, you would do it with uh, jbrit.kcaa at gmail.com. Now, for all you Gotcha Racing fans, Gotcha Racing TV fans out there, that's our sister company, and we uh, uh, we produce videos in HD. So, that's grtv.media at gmail.com for all you Gotcha Racing fans, folks. We got a great lineup today. I have a I have a great, great, great person coming in. You know, calling in. Those of you that are drag racers, not your kids, because your kids, uh, we're, we're talking, let's go back with some age on you guys, okay? Tom Mongoose McCurin. Does that name sound familiar to you? Okay? He's a drag racer from, this, from the 70s and 80s. He's been around in the 60s also. I tell you, this guy is a legend. You know, when I was growing up and watching Wild World of Sports, Guess who was on? He was always racing. And he's always, they always pitted him against another drag racer. It was Don Prudhomme. So, Don Prudhomme was called the snake. Tom was called the mongoose. Well, you know the mongoose and snake don't see eye to eye the majority of the time. So, these guys have at it. And, man, what a tremendous show they put on. So, he's going to be calling. Oh, at 11.30. And let's see if we can get some good information out of him. Uh, I am extremely happy to have him on the show. You know what? I grew up watching him. This guy is a legend, folks. This guy is a legend. And if you just stay put and listen, you might even learn something today, okay? <laughs> but for right now, uh, let's, let's do this. 
JP, which is Joe Pagano. That's my uh, my trusted engineer. See, I said trusted this time, Joe, because I do trust you. Let's go ahead and pay some bills and get. And, and by the time we'll have our uh, correspondent Chris Rowar, um calling in. Go set us up, Joe. Give us some commercials. UNI Auto Truck Parts and Wrecking is loaded with 15 acres of used, salvaged, and rebuilt parts for your car or truck. Sure, you could go to any wrecking yard, but UNI has what it takes. Expertise, high-quality products, and the finest customer service you'll receive anywhere. UNI makes custom drive shafts, furnishes full warranties on all their parts, and keeps up on industry changes. Call 909-888-6841. You'll be impressed by the fast and friendly response from the UNI skilled staff. You can also go to the Contact Us page and request a part. UNI hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 8 till 5, and Saturday, 8 till 3. UNI Auto Truck Parts and Wrecking is located at 1435 West Rialto Avenue in San Bernardino. Check out the UNI webpage at the letter U, the letter I, autoparts.com or call 909-888-6841 909-888-6841 Oh no! Don't worry about a thing pretty lady, you're in good hands with J&K Auto Body Paint and Repair J&K Auto Body has been serving the Rialto area for years and are considered to be one of the oldest and the best auto body shops in town the right people with the right tools and the right experience that can give you the service and the quality that you expect. 24 hours, 7 day a week, towing is available. That's JK Auto Body, 241 South Palm Avenue, Rialto, California, across the street from the Metrolink station. Call us at 909 875 0400. 909 875 0400. That's 909 875 0400. Gotcha Racing Live, heard only on KCAA, is your command center for racing news, the hottest interviews, and DIY projects. We are your destination for interviews with racers and fans, on-track interviews, in-shop interviews with engine builders, car restorers. Hear from our correspondents on live track, car shows, Gotcha Racing Live. Start your engine and race on over to KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM every Saturday at our new time, 11 AM, Gotcha Racing live where we put you in the driver's seat. شما در حال گوش دادن به برنامه گاچن ریسینگ هستید با صدای جو برید. Sie hören jetzt Gotcha Racing live mit ihrem Gastgeber Joe Brit. You're listening to Gotcha Racing live on KCAA 10:50 a.m. with Joe Brit. Now get to the chopper. Hasta la vista, baby. Hey there race fans and welcome back to uh, another edition of Gotcha Racing live. You can play that a little bit longer. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Yeah, we have a, tr- a tremendous lineup for you today, and uh, we're really excited uh, to coming to you. Coming to you today from the city of San Jose, with the, which is in for you who don't know around the world. This is in Northern California. <laughs> you know, we've gone international, you guys. Uh, those voices that you heard of the young ladies. Uh, one is uh, Persian, and the other is German. And then you have my my good buddy uh, Larry the Entertainer. So right now I don't know. Wait, yeah, you do know because I've been saying it. You know, we 
We are streaming live in 174 countries on this blue dot of ours, okay? So, yeah, we're international, and we're going strong. And I tell you what, we're soon to be on three stations, okay? Now, there's 10.50 a.m., which has always been. Then we, then we added 106.5 SFM, and soon to be added to the family of KCAA would be 102.3. Hey, we're the big dogs in Southern California. Yes, we're the big dogs, especially we're the big dogs in the IE area. So we're kind of happy about that. We're doing what we're doing, bringing this information to you loud and clear and strong. We're trying to give you all the information as much as you can possibly stand in a 45-minute to 50-minute time slot here on Gotcha Racing Live. Now, I love for some of you guys to call in, you know, at 11.30, between 11.30 and 12 o'clock, and uh, talk to the man. Talk to the guy, the legend that you guys have heard, uh, that you guys have seen, and that you guys have maybe just uh, someone had rumored about this fantastic drag racer back in the day that was kicking a lot of booty. Because <laughs> I can't say the other word because we're on the air, and I'm quite sure my engineer would just push that red button and cancel it out anyway. Nevertheless, we have um, our guy. Our road warrior, Chris Road Warrior, on the line. Are you there, sir? Hey, can you hear me, Joe? Yeah, I can hear you. I oh, can hear okay. you quite well. How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. How you been? How's how's uh, how's the weather up north there? Dude, it's 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 suntan weather, but you know I don't need a tan. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's it's about it's, it's about a good eighty. But nice. yeah, about 80, 70, 79 or something like that. It's really nice, man. It's really nice. Oh, okay. How's the weather sounds back like, home? Sounds like, yeah, about the same down here. Not quite up that high, but it's a nice day out, so. Okay, okay. So anyway. What you got hey, for us, man? I thought I'd talk a little bit more about some, uh, some off-roading uh, riding techniques. Uh, I know a couple, a couple of weeks back we uh, discussed tail climbing. Um, I want to touch base on, uh, on turning and particularly uh, power sliding. Uh, you know, if you watch these guys on, like, uh, arena cross or super cross in the stadiums, you know, they're making their turns into what's called a berm, kind of an embankment helps them make their turns. But if you're out in the open desert or if you're, like, trying to run on a flat track of some kind, uh, the turning techniques are totally different because you're on flat ground. So um, it kind of goes against all the things that we've learned about turning on, uh, on road bikes. But in the dirt... Um, there's a few other dynamics that come into play. Most of it is just a matter of uh, practice, practice, practice. But uh, you want to start off slow. And if you can get into sand to do this, you'll want to do that too. But, of course, the most important thing uh, is, is being dressed properly to do this. And, again, you know, I always talk about having your helmet, your gloves, a good pair of boots, and... Uh, for practicing sliding, if you're going to be out uh, working your way up into high-speed slides, uh, you'll also probably want to protect your elbows and your knees as well. Um, you know, not with just foam padding, but with some good hard pads. Uh, you, you pick up some cheap ones at that, local sporting goods stores and stuff. But the uh, first thing is, is when you go into the turn, 
know, if you want to actually go into the turn and apply power, the idea is to get that back wheel to break loose and um, start to come around to one direction or the other. And when it starts to do that, you're going to counter turn. You know, you're going to turn your wheel to the direction in which your back wheel is going. So if you're making a left-hand turn, your back wheel is going to break to the right. You're going to turn your bar slightly to the right and try to maintain a steady balance. At this point, you're also going to have your, your foot down on the ground, trying to give you a little extra balance and slight. This is where having a good pair of boots is important, something that protects, you know, uh, holds your ankle well and probably has a steel toe as well because you, you are going to kick things. You're going to catch a hole, you're going to catch a rut, you're going to catch a rock, and if you're on anything less than a good pair of boots, you're going to get hurt, and there's no need for that. So don't do this in tennis shoes or flip-flops. That's a fact. <laughs> well, Chris, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Now we're talking uh, off-road sliding, right? We're not talking uh, street. No, this is strict. This is strictly off-road sliding. I got now, you. Okay. These skills that you're going to develop doing this are going to help you on the road too. And in, in, in the manner of every once in a while when you're on the road, you end up hitting something that causes you to slip a little bit. And if you have these skills developed in your uh, in your back pocket, so to speak, your body's automatically going to adjust and do those things it needs to do to keep you upright. Um, but anyway, back into the dirt here. Now, if you can do this in sand, you're, it's all the better. Because <laughs> it's not a matter of if you're going to fall, you are going to fall. You know, as, as you try to improve and do this, uh, improve these skills and work your way up faster and faster, it's not a matter of if, but when. Um, and even if you do everything right, you know, and off-roading, we know that all bets are off. Unless the motorcycle gods are smiling upon you that day, odds are you're going to hit the ground. So in doing this, you're going to apply power and break that back wheel loose and counter-steer and, and try to find the balance of, of going through the turn, however far you're trying to turn. Now, I learned to do this out on the dry lake bed with El Mirage and the Cern Valley here locally. Uh, great places to learn this stuff. You know, you find yourself a nice clear area. You've got all kinds of space to work with, and um, it's actually pretty fun doing that. If you're a glamorous guy, if you like going out there to the sand dunes, that's another sweet place to do this kind of stuff and learn learn this. But I'll tell you, it changes with every type of terrain you're on. So you want to practice going to the left and to the right as well. And start at a slow speed, you know, break the wheel loose a little bit, bring it around, get a feel for, you know, your bike's power, the traction you have, and so on. And then believe it or not, in no time at all, I, I did it in almost a day, I was up at 40, 50 miles an hour and leaning into turns and sliding them around and stuff. Now, having said that, you've got to be dressed properly. Again, helmet, gloves, boots, elbow pads, and so on. Because when that back wheel tends to hit a hole, that's with a bump, then it takes you to what's called a high side. It'll flip you over the other side. Um, and there really, is no, <laughs> there really is no rebound for it. It, it so you, you, you're saying, time. Chris, hold on a minute. So you're saying for clothes, we should have all that gear on. What about just uh, tennis shoes, Levi's, and a T-shirt and a helmet? No way. No, no, not going to be, not going to be enough. And you'll, you'll find out why in the first ten minutes of doing this. Um, you will twist an ankle. You will break a toe. Um, you will get uh, some good, uh, good dirt burn on your arms. Um, 
you know, yeah, you might survive not getting a concussion or breaking your skull, but there's plenty of other things to break. And the gloves. Gloves are also very important because when we fall, we tend to put our arms and hands out in front of us. And that's why I was also saying elbow protection. Um, you know, get a pair of uh, elbow pads, uh, hard pads like you'd wear for roller skating, uh, knee pads as well. And that's, all, and that's all you really need to have uh, to start doing this. Now, when you start, if you really get into racing and such, then you want to get a little more high-end, high-impact plastics. But just for the beginner, intermediate rider who's trying to improve his skills uh, in sliding, um, you know, you don't, have to, you don't have to break the bank to have good protection. But you do want to have some protection. Okay, 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 okay. So now you were saying if we were to practice in, say, dirt or sand, that would give us a, a better riding skills to do this in the street? Well, yeah, and, and how that applies is that once you've developed, you know, off-roading skills, and one of which is, you know, learning how to deal with a motorcycle that is uh, not having traction very well and through a turn, um, when it comes time that, say, you're making a turn that just about any given intersection, you get a little bit of that wet, mossy water uh, in the gutter, or you catch a little bit of sand or gravel that you just, just missed into the sea. When your motorcycle kicks and reacts, you know, unlike a normal road bike would, believe it or not, your body will automatically, your body English will actually change, and it will help save you uh, Possibly, you know, you might even slap a foot on the ground because that's your first instinct. As to where a guy who's only ridden on the road only, he might not think about maybe throwing a foot down or pitching his pitching his weight one direction or another, and will probably fall down, you know, straight onto his side. As to where somebody who has some off-roading chops will, uh, you know, possibly save themselves. Uh, I know I have. I, even on that big bike of mine, I've had the back wheel kick out in some dirt that I, I didn't see. And, um, you know, my body just automatically pitches just like I was, you know, sliding. And uh, next thing I know, I've been covered, you know, and uh, didn't have to put a foot down, you know. So okay. it, it can make the difference in that split second in time. Well, thank you, Chris. You've always, uh, you have a, always have a vast knowledge of your uh, the skills for the race, for the bike community. We really appreciate your, your knowledge, man. And uh, well, I know you've got about 40, year, 40 years of racing. I mean, I'm not racing. Keep saying racing, but 40 years of uh, motorcycle riding. And uh, I know the community out there really appreciates this. And the information you, that you gave today was is very valuable. Appreciate your time, buddy. You betcha, Joe. Have yourself a fine day today. Okay. Take care of yourself. Talk to you soon. That's Chris, the Road Warrior, calling from Southern California. All right. Now, uh, Joe, we have a uh, small, a short interview with um, a young lady called Leah. Met her at the NHRA uh, Winter Nationals. Let's go ahead and load that up uh, before we get to our next caller. All right, folks, so here I am still in the media uh, tent in, at the Pomona Fairgrounds, and this is uh, the Winter Nationals, and I am in front of a, of a gorgeous, gorgeous young woman. How are you, Leah? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. So now tell me something. This is your this is your debut. This is my debut as a professional driver running all 24 races of the Meliel series. So in the past, um, I've ran for three years on a limited schedule with Dope Racing, and I started when I was eight years old. I'm 27, so this is coming up on my 20th year of drag racing altogether. I've I've ran seven different types of classes since I was eight. Uh, 
anywhere from junior dragsters to nostalgia alcohol 760 indexes, nostalgia funny cars, uh, twin turbo pro mods, blown supercharged pro mods, nitro funny cars when I got my license in nitro and now in top fuel. So. It, it kind of reminds me of that, um, that, that, uh, you moving on up, moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I think there's something that says I, you know, you finally made it or something. And yeah. I, I think I have that feeling, but only in part to the people that I'm working with, because they're, you know, they're the ones that are making me feel the way that I do. So I drive for Bob Vandergrift Racing. My crew chiefs are Joe Barlam and Mike Googer. And uh, you know, last year they had a phenomenal driver, Larry Dixon, three-time world champion. Unfortunately, that team. What didn't have enough funding to carry over into this year and very late in the game Quaker State and Fire Aid were able to come on board and solidify me as a driver at Bob Vandergriff Racing so that's kind of that's a short story you know long of, of how I'm here right now and while the Winter Nationals albeit the fourth time that I'm kicking off in top fuel at the Winter Nationals but this is a totally different game for me this is now we're talking points now we're talking real big speeds now we're talking you know hardcore competition the real deal the real deal we're talking the real and not that not that it wasn't the real deal before but the fact we didn't get to run all the races really gave us a setback from keeping up with everyone else in the game so now it's like now i feel like i've got i've got the whole kit and caboodle and now it's kind of up to me to to really show what i can do and of course the crew chiefs as well but they've already they've already proven themselves on on this stage you know they went to six final rounds last year so i guess we we kind of we both have a little bit of work to do right so i'm i'm after my first top fuel wally and mike googer who's our our lead crew chief on the car going to six finals last year that was six finals that wasn't six wins so six runner-ups so when we win this year and i said when we when we win i heard that when we win this year uh, it's going to be a pretty special moment because it'll be it'll be both of our first is there pressure put on you because you're such a good-looking woman amongst all these all these guys you know i don't i don't see it that way and i'll tell you why i was talking to my mom last night and we were talking about the last time that i raced here which wasn't in a night show car i was 16 years old racing some altered and i won first round and she's like do you remember that guy he was so pissed you're just this kid coming in and beat him and he was the champion and you messed up his whole points and i go i go honestly mom no i i'm like I don't. Even, I remember racing. I remember winning. I don't remember homeboy over there being pissed off. And she's like, you know why? Because, and this is so true. I've been so focused on everything that I'm racing. I kind of put my blinders on and don't really care about what people think or, or, or how things are perceived. I just know the way that I need to be and the way that I need to present myself and look for a sponsor and, and, and in my own little bubble to make things happen and keep on my grind. So, I mean, I yeah, I, I never really look at the female, you know, attractive or non-attractive aspect because really I've been in this whole pool of boys and men my whole life. So I'll tell you what, if you go stick me in a room full of a hundred women that are that are gorgeous and whatever, I mean, I'll be more uncomfortable than anything. Like this is, this, this is. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is normal for me. Wow. So they let you into the boys' club. Yeah, they better. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they did a long time ago, apparently. I, was, I, I, I think only because... Uh, they just don't want to get beat too hard, so I guess maybe they got to feel like they got beat by one of their own. I don't know. You got to ask them. So, so would you um, would you encourage other other females to uh, get into the game? Absolutely, a uh, uh, hardcore. I encourage females to get in the game, whatever it may be. Go get a go get a streetcar, soup it up, take it to your Wednesday night drags or on the weekends, and and go feel some power, learn about the car if that's what they're passionate about, or if they were like me and just passionate about being competitive and wanting to win and wanting to learn the game of drag racing and and really getting in tune with the intense um, pressure. Like that's what I consider an HRA drag racing is. You don't have another lap. Right? You don't have another turn to go get the guy. Every single round counts. Every single run counts. You have to be perfect for safety. You have to be perfect for your team, for your crew, for the performance of your car. And that intensity level is what gets me. So if there's if there's girls out there that are so intense in anything that they do, heck yeah, come on, try some drag racing. And I, not no, I'm not here to say that it's an easy route or the way that I did it was the right way. It's the only way that I knew. But if you want to do something bad enough, you're going to find a way. And, you know, I haven't really ever been able to say that because I've been doing it. But I guess finally now being here, having 24 races entered into the schedule, all right, I'm on the same platform as everyone else because I've got a hardcore race car with hardcore guys that know how to win. I know how to win in my past divisions. And I just encourage people to kind of go along on the ride with me. You know, this is new territory for me, uncharted waters. And uh, I think that should be something fun for people to follow. They don't have to like it. For sure, but um, I'll tell you what, it's going to be interesting. For the listenership out that, that are listening to me on Saturday mornings, how can they keep in contact with you? You got a Facebook? You, what, what do you got? I sure do. So I, I actually manage and run my own Instagram account, so that's kind of where I get more behind-the-scenes things. I am in tune with my Facebook. Uh, there's there's a lot more activity there than I'm able to um, spend time to, but I do respond back to the messages there. But really, Twitter, I mean, you tweet me, I tweet you back. I want to see what people see. I want to, you know, our selfies we take at the at the track, come on, post them. I'll, I'll, I'll repost them. I want to hear about the time that you had or, or from the grandstands and how the grandstands are shaking and you dropped your beer, you dropped your cup because our cars are so loud and you video that, man, tag us. Like, I want to, I, I am a fan. I'm still a fan of drag racing today and I was a fan in these grandstands doing the exact same thing that they were and that's what gets me. That's what makes me excited is that I still, and will always be on the same connectivity level as them. So, heck, I mean, tweet me out, Facebook me. So my Instagram is Leah Pritchett underscore TF, and my uh, Twitter is Leah Pritchett TF, and, of course, just Leah Pritchett on Facebook. I know you're busy. Thank you very much for your time. Of Take course. care. Thank Knock you. Knock them dead. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Hey, folks, welcome back. Uh, I tell you, we... We've got some great lineup today, and I am so happy. Um, well, Joe, I'm, you believe me, I'm, I, I'm at a loss for words. Let's go to a commercial break, and then, folks, we'll be right back. You're, you're, you're listening to Gotcha Racing Live uh, with Joe Brick. Show right back.
UNDI Auto Truck Parts and Wrecking is loaded with 15 acres of used, salvaged, and rebuilt parts for your car or truck. Sure, you could go to any wrecking yard, but UNI has what it takes. Expertise, high-quality products, and the finest customer service you'll receive anywhere. UNI makes custom drive shafts, furnishes full warranties on all their parts, and keeps up on industry changes. Call 909-888-6841. You'll be impressed by the fast and friendly response from the UNDI skilled staff. You can also go to the Contact Us page and request a part. UNI hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 8 till 5, and Saturday, 8 till 3. UNI Auto Truck Parts and Wrecking is located at 1435 West Rialto Avenue in San Bernardino. Check out the UNI webpage at the letter U, the letter I, autoparts.com or call 909-888-6841 909-888-6841 Oh no! Don't worry about a thing pretty lady you're in good hands with J&K Auto Body Paint and Repair J&K Auto Body has been serving the Rialto area for years and are considered to be one of the oldest and the best auto body shops in town the right people with the right tools and the right experience that can give you the service and the quality that you expect. 24 hours, 7 day a week towing is available. That's JK Auto Body, 241 South Palm Avenue, Rialto, California, across the street from the Metrolink station. Call us at 909-875-0400, 909-875-0400, that's 909-875-0400. Gotcha Racing Live, heard only on KCAA, is your command center for racing news, the hottest interviews, and DIY projects. We are your destination for interviews with racers and fans, on-track interviews, in-shop interviews with engine builders, car restorers. Hear from our correspondents on live track car shows. Gotcha Racing Live. Start your engine and race on over to KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM every Saturday at our new time, 11 AM. Gotcha Racing live where we put you in the driver's seat. شما در حال گوش دادن به برنامه گاچن ریسینگ هستید با صدای جوبری. Sie hören jetzt Gotcha Racing live mit ihrem Gastgeber Jobrit. You're listening to Gotcha Racing live on KCAA 1050 AM with Jobrit. Now get to the chopper. Hasta la vista. Baby. Baby. Yes, yes, you're back with Joe Britt, gotcha raising line. Uh, today I'm in San Jose, California at a state convention as we are trying to make uh, get connection with uh, a famous race driver of the past. Let's go ahead and put up a, a NHA in a <laughs> oh, Hot Rod Association uh, interview that we took at the Winter Nationals. So let's go ahead and play that. Hey folks, here we are again. We're still in the media tent at uh, the Winter Nationals in Pomona, California. And I'm with the top dog here of NHRA, <laughs> Terry. Terry, uh, give me your last. I don't want to mess up your last. What's your last? It's blunt. Pronounced like Mel Blunt. Oh, yeah, so. Mel Blunt, okay. <laughs> yeah. And your position with the NHRA? I'm the Vice President of Communications and Public Relations. So as I said, folks, I'm talking to one of the big guys, you know, on the, he's on the, <laughs> on the fruit, but he's higher up. <laughs> but nevertheless, nevertheless, how you been? I've been great. I mean, you know, Joe, we're so excited about this season. It's, it's 
we really see this. You know, we have a slogan going in this year that we're calling shifting gears into a new era. And we mean that. And we're telling people that because we are going to be so much different, bigger, better than the NHR has ever been in the past. And it starts, of course, with the Fox television deal, which is really transformative for our sport. You know, we realized that to be considered a true major league sport, you have to go live. And so we're going to have 17 events live this year. We're going to have four on the Fox Network live, which has never happened in the history of our sport. You know, years ago, we used to be on live world of sports, but that was tape delayed. So it's a big deal for us in terms of our television package and a lot of other new things we have going forward. Now, last week, you guys were in Phoenix, right? Doing testing? We did. Uh, for years, the NHR has had their, their preseason test session in Palm Beach, Florida. And it worked well. But the teams had to go all the way across country for the first event here at the Winter Nationals at Pomona. So we felt it was better for them. Most of our teams are, are headquartered in Indianapolis. It was better for them to come from Indianapolis to Phoenix, do the test there, what we were calling spring training, because obviously spring training will start in a couple of weeks in Phoenix, and then come straight from Phoenix to here, just a four-hour drive. So not only that, our next event after the Winter Nationals is two weeks from now at Phoenix at Wild Horse Pass. So they were actually getting data that they can use in two weeks on that track. So it seemed to work out better all the way around. We got a lot of media attention there last week, and uh, we think it was better for the teams. It made it easier for them travel-wise, and it worked out really well. We had a, a public day on Saturday where people could come watch testing, and we had a lot of media out there. So. We thought it was much better than what we've done in the past. Well, you know something? Um, I've interviewed a lot, of the, a lot of the guys here, and one thing they're mentioning right off the bat, Fox, Fox, Fox. Yeah. And my, my goodness, I say, I'm thinking they must have some kind of training or something. Well, that's good. They're listening to me then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they know the talking points. So, no, you know, truly, Joe, they're excited about it because they get it. They understand what this means to change the sport. You know, in this era of instantaneous information, where young people are on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and texting, and everything is known within seconds of it happening. You can't be on tape delay. We couldn't have a sport where all the results were known before we went on the air. So we had to go live. We had to put most of our events live. And this year we have 17. And next year we hope to have all of them live. We didn't do that this year because the seven events that aren't live we're going directly off a NASCAR race where we get a great bump there from their audience on Fox to go straight from the NASCAR race to our race on tape delay. But the other 17 will be live. And Fox has been great to us. The, the telecast is going to be dramatically different than anything we've done before. You know, we went in-house with the broadcast because we felt no one's better at telling the stories of our drivers than we are. Uh, on the downtime between rounds, we're doing a lot of features on the drivers. We're taking the approach of kind of like they do in the Olympics, Joe, with these uh, features they do on people called up close and personal. Mm -hmm. And the reason they do that is you have all these people in the Olympics that are skiers or water polo players or whatever it might be that they don't really know them. So ice skaters, whatever. So they want to do these features on them so people will understand who they are and they'll have a rooting interest in them. Well, that's kind of the approach we're taking with our drivers. We're going to do a lot of features on drivers and make them more personal to our fans. We want to make the driver's story. You know, for years and years in motorsports, the cars were the stars. And the cars still are a big part of it. But the truth is, the drivers are the stars. And we want to make our drivers bigger stars. We feel we can do that with this TV package. Uh, we also have uh, virtual graphics that we're adding. For example, the, the Sports Vision team, which is the same that does it for the NFL with the first down lines and those kind of things. They are doing virtual graphics for us with a virtual finish line, a virtual starting line. We're going to have uh, 
uh, things in the lane for each driver showing the driver, their car, who they are, so people will not be confused about which driver is in which lane and they'll more easily identify that driver with that car. So our virtual graphics package we think will make a big difference. The bottom line is the telecast is going to be so much different than what people have seen before, and we think they're going to notice. We hope they're going to notice. Well, Terry, that's almost look, looking. That's almost like uh, the viewership watching a, a football game. Well, it's going to be like well, the, that. With all the graphics. Yeah, we're going to have those kind of graphics. And it's the same company, by the way. Sports Vision is the name of the company. We're going to have those kind of graphics. You know, for years we... We, you know, there's, we have people haven't been sure where the finish line was at the end of a race. Well, now we're going to have virtual graphics like a checkered virtual graphic finish line, so they can see exactly where it is and when they hit that line. And also at the starting line, we're going to have a, a virtual graphic. But the biggest thing is, is what we're going to do in the lanes with like driver cards. It's kind of like I guess I describe it like a baseball card, where you see the driver's face, their statistics coming in which car they're in and which it's going to be in the lane they're in. So nice. it's going to be helpful. You know, we've had a problem we felt in the past in that the casual fan wasn't sure which driver was in which lane. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. this will help them recognize them better, help them recognize their car with that driver, and, and help them kind of learn more about the driver and hopefully become a fan of that car. Well, you know what? It sounds like you're on the right path. And I tell you, if, if you can do all of that, which I believe you can, that's going to bring a lot of people watching that TV and watching this game here. Well, we hope so, especially the four network races we have this summer. You know, our Western Swing, which has always been one of our famous parts of the season where we go to Denver, Snowman, Seattle. The entire Western Swing is now going to be on the Fox Network, the big Fox Network. So we know, and also our U.S. Nationals in Indianapolis on Labor Day weekend. Those are our four network races. And we know that that's going to bring a lot of eyeballs that have never seen the sport before. And we have to capitalize on that. We have to make those people fans that haven't been here before. We want to show them this is what you're missing. This is why this is cool and trendy. We honestly believe there's no better motorsport for today's uh, young people than our sport. I mean, what other sport do you have a result every four seconds? <laughs> you know, at 300 miles an hour. And, you know, let's face it, kids these days don't have a big, long attention span. Oh, that's right. And, uh, so this is perfect for them, right? So uh, so we think we, we can make them stars. The other thing we want to point out to people that most people don't know is that we have the metrics and the statistical information to prove it, that NHR actually is the number two motorsport in the country to NASCAR. I think people have a misconception that it's IndyCar. Don't get me wrong, I love IndyCar racing. I covered the Indianapolis 500 for 20 years. But we are actually number two in every metric we want to see, in the number of participants, in the number of fans, in anyone you want, any metric you want to try and use, we are number two to, to NASCAR, and, and IndyCar is number three, or in some cases Formula One in the U.S. is number three. So we want to emphasize that and capitalize on that because we don't think the story's been told, and we don't think a lot of media people realize that. So uh, that's something we're emphasizing as well. Whatever I can do to help push you along and to help push this sport through my two stations, 106.5 FM and 10.50 AM, all you got to do is give me a jingle and say, Joe, we want you to, Joe, we want you to, now I'll do whatever it takes to push this forward. Well, Joe, we just really appreciate you're here. That means a lot to us. You know, people that really understand racing like you do, we need more of those people coming to our events. And the more people we can get out here like that and get the message across, they can actually explain the sport to people where they can understand it and start enjoying it more is very helpful to us. So we're just thrilled you're here. You know what? My tactic when I interview is not to talk about the speed. Heck, we know you go fast. Not to talk <laughs> about the tires. We know you got good tires. 
all these guys that I, that I have interviewed today, I come from a personal, hide your family. Yeah. What are you doing? That kind of a deal. And that's and, what we want. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's what we're doing in these stories. Like, we're doing a lot more videos now that we're placing on the website. By the way, we have a newly designed website. We think it's a lot easier for people to access information. But a big part of that is a lot more videos. You know, the truth is, in this era, people will click on a one-minute or 30-second video a lot more than they'll read a 20-paragraph story. That's true. That's just the truth. So we're doing a lot more videos. But in the videos, it's not just about your first place in the standings or something like that. We're doing videos to make them personal about drivers. For example, last week we went out and did a video on, people don't know this, but funny car driver Robert Hyde is quite an amazing chef. We did a video of him cooking some barbecue for us. Uh, we did a video with Dale Worsham at his bowling alley and did some bowling with him. Uh, we want to make the drivers more personal. We want to tell people, here's why you should care about this these people, and here's why you should like them. They have so many stories to tell, and they've never been told before. You know, our drivers... You know, when we were at ESPN, they did a great job. And look, I worked for ESPN for 10 years, and they were great to me. And ESPN was great at showing the on-track action. But they weren't telling the backstory. They weren't telling why you should care about these people. And that's what we're trying to do now with our new television package. Now, you said your website, and I know what it is. Give that to my viewership. Well, it's NHRA.com. And if you go there now and haven't been there in a while, you'll notice it's much different. We've reskinned the front to make it much more easy to read. And that is we have a format that a lot of websites are going to called the river. And that is most of the information is in the middle of the page and you can scroll down to whatever story or video you want. There's also a link at the top of the page that has six videos on it and you can click on any one you want to see at any given time. And there's also a little link on there that we thought was very important this year to show where you can see Fox Sport 1 in your market. So you click on that and you just push in your uh, zip code and it says the channel that you have in your market where Fox Sports 1 is because we know some people won't know that going in this year. So, But in general, the page is much cleaner, much easier to see, much easier to read, and not as busy as it was in the past. And I think people will see that it's a lot easier to access information. Somebody on your end has not been sleeping at night. <laughs> uh, can you see the bags under my eyes? <laughs> Coming up with all this fantastic stuff for the viewers. And believe me, it's, it will be greatly appreciated uh, because we're expecting and we want that because we're in the new, new era of uh, social media. So exactly. all that stuff you bring to the table, all these young kids out there, you know? Well, that's it. I mean, social media, we're hitting that so hard, Joe, and we're telling our drivers. We need all you guys tweeting and on Facebook because it brings so many more fans. Uh, I give them an example, and I know, look, everyone's not Dale Earnhardt Jr., but as an example, Dale Earnhardt Jr. resisted Twitter for years and years. Last year, he went on Twitter. I believe in two days he had a million followers. So, wow. so the okay. power of that is unbelievable. Now, you know, everyone's not Dale Earnhardt Jr., but the point is if we get our drivers doing that, they can become really more successful and more popular quickly. Uh, one example, for example, is Tony Schumacher, our driver who drives the Army Dragster, is a, you know a, one of our great champions. He has tons and tons of followers overseas that are in the military that love him. And the easiest way for them to know about him and what he's doing is through social media and Twitter and things like that. And so we've emphasized to him how important that is for him to do. And but we want all our drivers doing it. Social media is the thing these days. You know, I I never thought I'm a 30-year journalist. I never thought my career would come down to writing one sentence, 140 word uh, uh, characters on Twitter. But you know, that's what it is. And you have to accept that these days that people are getting their information in these tiny bites on social media. 
and we're, we're emphasizing that really hard, and we're doing a lot of that on our webpage as well. You know something, at, at Gotcha Racing TV and at Gotcha Racing Live, we have a slogan. We say, Gotcha Racing will put you in the driver's seat. But, man, you guys are doing that. You guys are going to put my fans that are listening, our fans that are listening and that are watching TV in that driver's seat because of the interaction with the drivers and social media. We hope so, Joe. You know, we did a video last week, as a matter of fact, uh, at testing. Sean Lagnon, one of our top fuel champions, put a camera on his helmet and went through his entire test run from the time he went into the staging lanes, did his uh, backup, did his smoke the tires, all that stuff, uh, till the end of the run. And all you see is what he saw, and it's fascinating. And that thing's gotten over a million hits, I think. It even was done overseas in Europe. They put it up there at several sites in Great Britain. And uh, so those kind of interactive things that people can look at and go, wow, that's really cool. We're also adding, most people don't know this yet, live streaming a premium service that will start in March that people can see the entire event on the Internet, and not only the Fox event, but all the sportsman classes, all the pro mod classes that go on on that day the live feed from the entire day for all three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's going to only cost $99 for the entire season. Broken out over 23 races, I don't know, it's like $4.50, and it's over three days. And that's really going to help a lot of our international fans, but people can see the entire event on live streaming. We realize live streaming is another giant thing in today's era with, with young people. So we're doing as much as we can, as quick as we can. The main thing is we want people to actually come to the track because, Joe, you know this, I've never brought anybody to an NHRA event who had never been there, and they may have seen it on TV a bunch of times, and when they stand there and they see a top fuel tractor or a funny car take off for the first time, and they hear it and they feel the ground shake, they go, oh my God. That's right. I've never experienced anything like that. It is, there's nothing else like it in all of sport, and there's nothing else like it, frankly, in all of motorsports. So if we, we feel like if we get people out here once, they'll be fans. And fans out there, when you do come to an NHRA Race, you better bring some earplugs because these <laughs> rascals are very noisy and they're shooting. What's the top speed right now? You know, for a, for a top fuel dragster, they're now going 300, over 330 miles an hour in about 3.7 seconds. So people can, and there's about, you know, we always say 10,000 horsepower. They actually did a test on it over the over the winter at, at Don Schumacher Racing and it's almost 11,000 horsepower. Compare that to a NASCAR Cup car that has 800 horsepower. <laughs> you, you get a feel for how strong these cars are. Yeah, but they only go around in circles. <laughs> so I'm nothing against that. I love that series and all those guys. But the power of this is incomparable to anything else you could possibly see. I mean, these guys pull 5Gs on a run. And that's more than the, a space shuttle astronaut pulls at, at, at liftoff. So it's it's something to see. That's incredible. All right, folks. So you've heard it for the you you've heard it from the top man, the top man here at the Winter Nationals, Terry Bont. Did I say that correctly? You did. All right. All right. Now, encouragement. If you want to encourage, say the viewers or encourage the young ones out there for the to get into the sport, it would be what I would tell them that in this this day and age of extreme sports being so popular, X Games, things like that. This is the ultimate, we like to tell people, this is the ultimate extreme sport. This is a piece of machinery that goes over 300 miles an hour in less than four seconds. These are the bravest, baddest athletes on the continent, on the world. And if you just come out and watch it once, you're going to love it, I guarantee it. It's, there's nothing you can see in the world that compares to it. Sir, thank you for your time. I know you're very busy. But nevertheless, you gave my... Hey, folks, 
did he not give you the real skinny and what's going on? <laughs> okay, so go back to the website, you know, and 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 give them some love. Give them some love and tell them that you've heard this interview on 106.5 and 1050 AM. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, Joe. Hey, folks, you're, uh, you're talking with Joe Britt. We're live on the air uh, from San Jose, California, and we're back in the saddle. Hey, hey, we're broadcasting on KCAA, 1050 AM, and also 106.5 FM, and we'll soon to be on 102.3. Well, guess what, folks? I'm, I'm looking at to the right. I see delegates here. I see delegates there. And I am with one of my favorite folks. Senator Connie Leva, how are you? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you? You know what? I'm above ground. I'm above ground. Nice to see you. What do you think about this weekend? I am so excited to be here, so excited to hear Democrats who are fired up, who are positive, who have hopeful messages instead of the hateful rhetoric we're getting from the right. So it's wonderful to be here. No kidding. No kidding. What do you think about uh, Trump? It is so scary to me as a Democrat and as a human being that he is still in this race. He's fighting for it. He's you, fighting for it. But he has a lot of uh, people. Now, I wonder if those are true voters or they're just mouthpieces. What do you think? You know, I wonder, Joe. I hope they are just mouthpieces because everything that comes out of that man's mouth is either in, it's not factual, and it's hateful, and it's mean, and he really doesn't care about other human beings. You know, I know you're a very busy woman because I've, I've called you. I called you last week, and it, it was by almost by accident, but I got you. And they said you were in Sacramento doing what you're doing. I said, okay, she's working for us in Sacramento. She's working her butts off. Give us a. Give us a little bit about what you're doing. All right, quickly. I have authored a bill that will end the statute of limitation on rape. Right now, there is a 10-year limitation, and because no one is raped by accident, there should be no limitation. Working on an indoor heat standard. We have an outdoor heat standard, but no out, um, indoor heat standard. Working on reliable scheduling for workers and working to extend the sunset uh, and make it a permanent law for our domestic workers to make sure they get paid overtime. You know, when we when we put you in office, I didn't think you were going to be this busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a little crazy, but I love every minute. So, uh, are you enjoying it? Now, you said you love it, but are you really enjoying it? I mean... Tell me about it. I mean, you know what, Joe? I'm enjoying it because I feel like I can really make a difference. I feel like I can make a difference for workers, for people that are in the Inland Empire. So, yes, I absolutely love it. You know what? So, folks, this is coming from, we, we call her the bulldog because <laughs> <laughs> cause she was she was once the uh, the um, president of the California Labor Federation. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a, yes. big, that's a big deal. Yes. It was wonderful to, to get to do that for 10 years and represent workers for 10 years. Now I just get to represent them at a different level. That'll work. That'll work. Now, your office, you just got in, so we got another, what, three years with you? Three years. I am up for a re-election in 2018. Okay, okay. So I guess you started already, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're always started right you never stop <laughs> <laughs> well folks this is one of my favorite uh, uh, politicians senator connie leva leva and i really appreciate you giving us your five minutes my, okay. my pleasure thank you joe enjoy the rest of the convention you too all right. thank you all right that was awesome thank you <laughs> okay folks so you know what uh we just have a little bit little a little short moment to go um and I, i'm with uh, another delegate here ed and Ed has a, your truck is what? What is that? It, this, this is Ed Kilgore. I've got a 1954 Ford F100. No kidding. Now, I saw it the other day. Two-door, 
gorgeous, gorgeous. You must have dropped a, a lot of coin into that rascal, man. Well, let me put this way. I've had it 34 years. My wife asked me recently how much money I have in it, and I said, I don't have a clue, and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's only money, man. It's only money. But uh, So what have you done to that real quickly? It's got, it's got a, a, a souped-up Chevy V8 with a roller cam and all that stuff in it. Uh, torsion bar suspension, disc brakes, 9-inch Ford rear end, 700 R4 transmission. Uh, got a got a tilt hood like uh, you see on, on the Beamers. It rolls out and tilts. Uh, all the little goodies. Uh, of course, it's got air conditioning and you know stereo systems and things like that. But it's a fun truck to drive and uh, have a lot of fun with it. So are you going to get with the... Uh the retro with the with the twenty inch and the bling bling for the tires, or, or, or are you just going to keep it almost stock? Well, that look wise, it, it's it's lower. Not stock, but uh, up it, to date. It's lowered, but I kind of like to go to some larger tires and some deeper rims. But uh, it depends. I, I belong to uh, Pickups Limited. I put a little plug in for them, uh, and they're they're all over Southern California, and it's all fifty three to fifty six Ford pickups. And uh, if you ever get a chance to come out and see them? There's really some really pretty trucks. Okay, well, you know what. I appreciate your time. He's a he's a delegate of the 47th Assembly District. That's in the Inland Empire uh, in Southern California. What's it? Yeah, just like say, my name's Ed Kilgore, and I represent you on on the San Bernardino Valley Municipal Water District, which is the water wholesaler. So we make sure that the city with cities run low on water, we're there with the water. I'll be running again for re-election in November, so I'd appreciate your vote. You know, I'm charging for that, right? You know I'm charged for that. <laughs> That's a shameless plug, man. But <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna charge you for that one. But hey, folks, you're listening to Gotcha Racing Live with your host Joe Britt coming to you live from <laughs> San Jose, California, at the Democratic uh, 2016 Convention. I really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, it's been a heck of an hour, and see, so we can catch up with uh, the Mongols maybe next week. Uh, maybe we might even have them in the studio. We don't know. But nevertheless. Got your racing live. Joe Britt coming to you from the desert to the sea on the powerful KCAA Talk Radio. Folks, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to KCAA, Loma Linda, California. The best station in the nation. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. In the NBA, perhaps a contender in the